Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep it crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Hello again, everyone. I'm Joe Longinusa, welcoming you to another edition of Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro, the show where industry leaders, golf professionals, and legends all come and discuss the great game we love so much. So without further ado, let's turn it over to our host to tell us who's next on the tee. Chris, take it away. Hey, thank you, Joe, and good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me again today on Next on the Tee. We are brought to you today by the great folks over at the French Lick Resort, an absolutely spectacular place. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross design courses were ranked number one and number two in the state of Indiana by Golf Week. It was the site of last year's Senior PGA Championship and the LPGA Legends Championship. Go to FrenchLick.com to see for yourself how absolutely spectacular it is. We are also sponsored by our friends over at the Leather Shop, makers of top quality custom-made leather, dress, casual, and golf shoes. Do your feet a favor, folks, and put them inside shoes. They're going to keep them feeling good and looking good all day long. You can find them online at the-leather-shop.com. Also want to welcome our new friends and sponsor over at the World Golf Village, located in historic St. Augustine, Florida. It is the home of the World Golf Hall of Fame. No matter the time of year or the length of your visit, the World Golf Village is sure to deliver a great experience with family and friends, and you're going to make memories that are going to last you a lifetime. For more information, go to worldgolfvillage.com or give them a call at 1-800-948-4653. I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and today I have the privilege of sharing two really great guests with you. First up is going to be former NHL star, PGA Tour caddy, and uh, celebrity tour champion Dan Quinn. Dan was an all-star in the NHL for many years after he retired from hockey. He became a dominant player out on the celebrity tour. He's also caddy for John Daly and and Ernie Els for many years. More recently, he's been on the bag for Yost Lauten. So Dan is going to be here joining me in a few minutes. It's going to be his third visit with me here on the show. Can't wait to get uh, caught up with Dan here, like I say, in just a few moments. Following Dan, I'll talk to the founder and CEO of Frogger Golf, Jeremiah Bohannon. Frogger Golf has got a lot of great products, folks. Please go check them out online at froggergolf.com. I'm a big fan of their golf bags. They've got a fantastic brush tool, and their amphibian towel is absolutely out of this world. So we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when Jeremiah joins me just a little bit later on in this half hour. So we're going to have a lot of fun. I am so glad that you're here to take the journey with me over the next hour or so. But let's uh, start the show off right, and that's by starting your mornings off right, and that's by going out and uh, checking out our friends over at Aroma Ridge because they offer an array of the finest mountain-grown gourmet coffees that you're going to find anywhere. You can find them online at aromaridge.com. Their secret? Hand-selected beans from a variety of coffee-producing countries from around the world, and they roast those beans to perfection by their very own roast master. And those coffees are roasted specifically to order, so they're ready just for you now. If you, if, you like, if you like me and you like a little flavor in your coffee, well, they have almost any flavor that you can imagine. Plus, you can mix and match flavors if you want to create one of your very own. They've got a great line of biscotti cookies. 
And not only are their coffees great, but they are really fantastic people as well. Check out all their products online at aromaridge.com. Like I say, Next on the Tea is brought to you by our friends over at the French Lick Resort up in French Lick, Indiana. Folks, you want to talk about a spectacular resort to both play golf and just relax and enjoy yourself. Well, you need to check out the French Lick Resort. Go to FrenchLick.com to see for yourself. Let's hear a word from our friends up there. Now's the time to plan that golf getaway you've been dreaming about at French Lick Resort. We have new Golf Academy packages for 2016, guaranteed to take your game to the next level. Try our one-day Quick Fix Academy for golf emergencies. For more in-depth learning, try the Game Changer, designed to make you a better player. Our staff professionals are ready to work with you at French Lick Resort. Did you know there's only one place in the country that you can play courses designed by two members of the World Golf Hall of Fame on the same property? The Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lick Resort make us an ultimate golf destination for 2016. Check out the Ultimate Golf Package, the Hall of Fame Package, and other great offerings at FrenchLick.com. Let 2016 be that year you finally take your dream golf getaway at French Lick Resort. Play the courses champions play. Yeah, folks, I've been there and played the Pete Dye course and the Donald Ross courses. They are absolutely spectacular. My family and I, we can't wait to get back up there again this summer. The French Lick Resort needs to be on your list of places to stay and play. And oh, by the way, my friends, they have a casino right there on the property as well. For more information and to book your stay, go to FrenchLick.com. And every week here on Next on the T, we like to kick off the show by saluting the brave men and women serving in every branch of our military who are tuning in around the world on the Armed Forces Radio Network. We want to thank all of you for the daily sacrifices that you and your families are making to protect our freedoms and our liberties. We also want to thank our veterans for all that you and your families have done for us over the years. It's through your strength and your efforts that our way of life is even possible. Folks, if you see a member of our military, when you're out and about, whether it's in the airport, at a restaurant, at the grocery store, wherever you may be, please stop for a moment and tell them thank you. They are our true heroes. Our sincere thanks as well to Sean Cruz and the wonderful folks over at the Armed Forces Radio Network. It is such an honor for us to have Next on the T be a part of your network. You can find our show by going to armedforcesradionetwork.org. And I also want to continue to remind our veterans, be sure to check out globalvoiceforveterans.org. It is a great site with news and articles and a wealth of information designed specifically for our veterans out there that I'm sure you're going to find both interesting and beneficial to you. Again, globalvoiceforveterans.org. All right, now back with me on the French Lick Resort guest line and making his third appearance is, uh, is our good friend Dan Quinn. Let me remind you about Dan's background. He's from Ottawa, Ontario, and grew up in Brockville, Ontario. He played hockey in the NHL for 14 seasons with the Flames, Penguins, Canucks, Blues, Flyers, North Stars, Senators, and Kings. He was the co-winner of the Penguins Players Player Award in 1986-87. That award is voted on by the players and given to the player who exemplifies leadership for the team, both on and off the ice, and who is dedicated to teamwork. Over the course of Dan's hockey career, he scored 266 goals, had 419 assists, a total of 685 points in 805 games. In golf, he has been one of the top players on the Celebrity Tour. He's competed at the American Century Classic for many years, and he won it five times and finished in the top 10 18 times. He's caddied for several players out on the tour, including John Daly at the 2000 U.S. Open, as well as Ernie Els and Yas Lauten. 
He's uh, he's been a great friend of the show, and I'm very excited that he is back and uh, next on the tee again with me this morning. Good morning, Dan. Thanks for coming back on the show. Chris, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, Dan, I actually wanted to start off our time this morning. You're doing some exciting things with the Bobby Jones Company. Um, if you wouldn't mind, update us on what you're doing with those folks. Uh, yes, yeah, so Bobby Jones is, a, as we know, a legendary brand and uh, apparel brand. And um, Jones Global Sports is the name of the actual company headquartered in now, now in Atlanta. And so they've sort of re- resurrected themselves, uh, reintroduced themselves to the, to the market the last couple of years and have made great strides. And, so an opportunity presented itself when, uh, being that I'm Canadian, um, and, and I do know that the gentlemen that have uh, purchased the company uh, have made a relationship with Sun Ice Golf, which is out of Canada. And, and I remember when they started in 1988 by uh, uh, sponsoring the Canadian Olympic team, and, and I was in Calgary playing for the Flames at the time. So I, I was quite familiar with it. And um, so Jones Global Sports is now with Sun Ice Golf uh, for you know, all of North America. And so we're just exploring an opportunity to do stuff, but I'm very excited. It's a great, you know, great product. Um, they've got the, the classic, for guys my age, classic cottons and, and looks and whatnot, as well as the, the new, you know, the tech stuff to keep up with the younger generation. So, um, and then obviously Sun Ice has some of the best outer apparel. There, uh, layers and wind and keep you dry the stuff that you can you can ever get for uh, for golf. So, I'm excited to see where it leads. Yeah, no, that, look, that sounds like great stuff. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's been really great news to to see you know more recently how the Bobby Jones brand has started to get uh, reinvigorated and out there in the market. So good good for you for working with those guys. Look forward to hearing more about what they're doing and uh, and seeing your involvement. So please keep us up to date with uh, all the great things you're doing with them. Thanks, I will for sure. So Dan, let's. I wanted to start uh, our time this morning, kind of looking back for a moment to the Masters, and uh, like I said in your intro, you you caddied for Ernie Els, you know, in the past, and and Ernie struggled hard on the first hole back at uh, at Augusta National. Have you talked to Ernie about what happened, and not only the struggles he had from a putting perspective, but really kind of gathering himself and what it took, you know, the intestinal fortitude, if you will, what it took to to move forward from there. I have. I actually played golf with him on Sunday, just uh, last, uh, you know, six days ago, and uh, we'd gotten together the week before and talked a little bit. Um, not really too much into it. I've caddied for him when he, you know, his putting struggles were, uh, you know, beginning in, in 2000, late 2010 and 11, and which led him to going to the long putter. So it's just the same old stuff. Uh, you know, conversely, I think what, what, you know, as a golf fan and you know, a bit, you know, sort of as his friend, I said, listen, you gotta, you gotta go forward, and. Uh, and that's the, that's just, there's only one way to go and it's going to be tough. Look everybody in the eye and, and go. And it turns out he's, you know, he's really, it's not the putting that's hurt him in, the, in his, his recent results. He's, he's actually top 50 or 60 with as far as putts made or strokes game putting and all those statistics. So he's, uh, he's, he's, and I play with him. He putted great on Sunday. So he's, he's got to, you know, just tighten up his game or put four rounds together type, type stuff. But uh, I think he uh, won over a lot of people, how he handled it. Um, yeah. You know, more, more, more than more importantly. And, kind of a good example for fathers to tell their kids or in any sport, you know, that sometimes things don't go well for even the best of us. And you got to, you still got to pick up, go look everybody in the eye and come back and work just as hard at it. You know, you can't quit and put your tail between your legs and go home. So he, uh, he handled it well. He didn't withdraw. He finished that round. He actually three putted the second hole, looked even worse than the first hole, which was, you know, he's out there in no man's land kind of exposed. And uh, that's, that's the, you know, I guess the beauty for beauty for us fans is golf is completely exposure for these guys showing themselves and 
turned out Sunday had even more drama. You know, look at Jordan Spieth. He had to go through what he went through, and, you know, here right. he is a month or six weeks later, and he's, and he's got to win. So a lot of good stories, a lot of good stuff to use as a, you know, role models for parents and, and guys like me that, are, as you know, I'm down here in Orlando watching about 10,000 parents running around screaming at a lacrosse game. So. <laughs> and, and I think that's the important piece, Dan. I think you're exactly right. It's not, it's not their struggle, right? It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the mental, you know, uh, strength to kind of gather yourself and move on from there because I think he putted re- relatively well, you know, for, for the rest of the round. It's just, you know, he started off poorly, but, you know, you've got to be able to gather yourself, right? I know that there's a task at head and be able to refocus yourself and get through it. And I think that's what the true success story is, not only for Ernie Els, but to your point for Jordan Speed. You know, we're all measured. Anybody can play well. Any, you know, I can always say that anybody can caddy when I was caddy. Anybody can caddy well when a guy's playing well. <laughs> you know, it's, it's when they struggle or they got those, those two or three times in a round when things are going and it's dead silent and you can hear the murmur. And, you know, that's when, and then that's when, a, you know, in anything you do in life, whether it's sports or anything, that's when you're truly tested. And that's what, uh, I guess that's why we all love the, you know, a lot of the different sports that we watch, but especially in golf, you're just sort of out there on an Island. You know, I remember, I remember, you know, to be honest, as a fan, I was Jordan Smith got five clear. And I, I mean, I love the kid. I never root against him, but I was like, geez, I hope somebody can make it tight in the back nine. And, Next thing you know, two, three, you know, 45 minutes later, I was like, no, stop, stop. You know, you just go horrible <laughs> for him. And, and uh, it turned out to, to be, you know, Danny Willett's day. But, you know, you just, I was just sitting there as a fan. I want to see the back nine mean something. And it looked like he was running away with it. And then there you go, 45 minutes later, uh, you know, look at Dustin Johnson a year ago at the U.S. Open. You just, you, know, you got to put these things behind you. And how, how people deal with that, I always admire. You know, I can tell you I had never dealt with some of that stuff as a professional. Wish I would have done a lot better, at least uh, at certain certain things. And, so it's, it's uh, very admirable to your point to, to watch how guys deal with it. Mm-hmm. And Dan, as, as we look ahead to the U S open at Oakmont, you know, Ernie won back there in, in 1994, he would win the open again at the, at congressional in 97. You're curious to get your thoughts on, on Oakmont. Have you, have you been out there? Have you ever played the course? No. Well, the, you know, one of the general, the principals of uh, Bobby Jones was there last week. And, you know, I've always said about Oakmont, um, it's the hardest golf course to shoot par in perfect 82 degrees and not a breath of wind conditions. It's just a spectacular test of golf. Um, as you know, I, I played for the Penguins and called Pittsburgh home for 15 years. So I played it a couple hundred times over those years. And um, I'm friendly with the head professional, Bob Ford, and he's, he assures me they have it exactly the way they want it. It's going to look, try to play as fast as they can. Um, it's going to be a great, great test. Uh, it's not, hopefully, you know, they had it in 90s, I think it was 07 when Cabrera won, it was a little green. So they're really cognizant of that. And so, but from all accounts, it's going to be just a superb test of golf. And truly I love it. Cause I don't think it really, I mean, obviously the longer players, but don't, don't really have an advantage. Chambers Bay was a huge advantage. If you were long, this is going to be just a, you can have to do everything, chip, putt, short game. You gotta have to shape the ball into fairways because the fairways slope from left to right or right to left, depending on which hole you're on. You gotta you gotta have some imagination flying balls into the greens because a lot of them pitch you know if they go from front to back, and uh, it's just a, in, into the chipping areas you're gonna have a ton of different options. So it's uh, I'm really looking forward to watching it. This is the first year, first time in four years I haven't caddied in it, so I'm uh, I'm kind of excited to to just kind of sit back and enjoy a golf course that I'm quite familiar with. And, and to that point, you know, you mentioned, you know, putting there. I'm, I'm always curious to learn from guys that have actually putted on those greens. What's it like? Well, the surface is like such a pure surface. It's, uh, it's uh, pure Poana. That's the, one of the best strands from, you know, it's 100 years old. If, if 
uh, further than that. And when I, I mean, they're just, there's nothing in them. If you hit a good putt, they're perfect. They do get to be 13 or 14 in the stint meter, and they have some incredible undulations and incredible uh, peaks and valleys. So you, you got to really be careful where you place it. And again, you got to have imagination. You know, if you don't have any imagination and you just sort of play a ball, you know, I mean, a ball can be a cup left to right, or it could be three feet left to right from 10 feet, depending on how hard you want to hit it. And that's how, that's the beautiful thing about it. So uh, it'll be a great, great championship. And then when you go back to places that you've won at before, like you did at the American century classic or Ernie now coming into Oakmont, does, does familiarity with the course, does that breathe confidence into your game because you know how to win there? You know, I think there's twofold. I mean, when it's, you know, 24, six, 22 years ago for Ernie, absolutely. It's, he's excited about going there again. And, uh, he, you know, he's got great memories. He's, he's going to probably have some honors, uh, you know, put on him or he's going to speak about it. And he's probably more importantly going to really want to get himself comfortable where he feels like he can, can compete. Um, but the other side, you know, that's one of the things about defending, how hard it is. And you, so if it's recent, which, you know, a U.S. Open it isn't. But, you know, if you go back, I remember going back in Tahoe, and I'm thinking, oh, last year I did this and last year I did that. You know, sometimes you've got to really make yourself go forward because the golf course is completely different now. So uh, from 04, you know, there's new tees. There's probably 500, four, 500 yards and, um, and so on and so forth. So it's, it's, it's going to be different from when he won there in 20. But I know in 07 it was also different because it was the first time a lot of these guys had played back in the original opens uh, had seen it with the new tees and the length of holes. So Dan, as, as you mentioned, you know, courses can change drastically. And then certainly Oakmont has changed drastically since 1994 when they've you know, taken out just about every tree on the property. But when you're on the bag, take us through, you know, preparing for a tournament leading up to when it, when it kicks off on a Thursday, making sure, even if it's a, a course you're familiar with going back and, and detailing all the differences. And what are you preparing for a guy like Ernie or any of the other guys you've been on the bag for as a caddy? So, uh, yeah, so good question. So for me, I mean, I, I try to, you know, first and foremost, uh, I enjoy, there's no pro-am. So for the guys, there's a lot, uh, like for Ernie, you, you can really, really plan your, your work around a Wednesday and you're not in a pro-am. So you're, you got time to do stuff. Um, in the three opens I'd done, I did one in 2013 with Ernie at Marion. We came fourth. And then Yost Lowton, we can't, he missed a cut. And, uh, and I'll, bring, I'll tell you why I'm telling the story. And then last year, I, as you know, I had a Monday qualifier named Cameron Smith. And I get out there and we finished fourth as well. And the only reason I, I bring that up is in the week before Luton, who was playing really well, uh, but we played in Austria the week before. So we didn't play a hole till Tuesday morning, traveled across the country, across the world. So, uh, the first and foremost thing I would say is the guys that are fresh because it is long and grueling. So with Ernie on, in 2013, we arrived on the Saturday before, walked the golf course just with some wedges and putters, saw the place, saw some sight lines, talked together. He chipped and putted, but, you know, stayed fresh. He wasn't, he wasn't trying to hit golf shots when he's maybe not ready to and, and have those memories in his system for the following Thursday. And it also afforded him the ability to play, you know, as much as he wanted on the Sunday, maybe play nine on Monday and, you know, just be really fresh by Tuesday. And I would say the biggest difference, you know, I guess Mr. Nicholas probably did it back in his day and, and Tiger's always done it, but these three or four boys that are dominating the game right now, or young men, I should say, are great players, Jason Day and Rory. They've also got a template now. It seems that, you know, they're playing well, Spieth. They're going in, getting their work done. They know what they want to do. They know what they want to do when there's late tea times, which is different. You know, you're going to have two o'clock or possibly a three o'clock tea time, depending on what time zone you're in. 
And so there's just a lot of different things that go into it. And it seems to me the guys that are doing uh, with a plan and, and more importantly, being fresh come Thursday morning, um, you know, there's so much information, yardage books and pictures and, and sight lines. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's right there. So you don't have to play, you know, 54, 72 holes prior. You know, you just got to get yourself fresh, get yourself feeling good and go play. And that's one of the thing. That's the one thing that worked for the two years, the last two times I came forth. Last year, Cameron Smith didn't play a hole on the Wednesday. I talked him out of it. You know, we played 18 Sunday, walked it Saturday, played nine Monday, uh, based on our tee times, played one in the afternoon and one in the morning. And then, uh, you know, come Thursday morning, he was ready to go. And it really, you know, became prevalent at the end on Sunday. Cause like I said, it's just a ton of emotions and a ton of nerves and Chambers Bay was a long walk and, and so on and so forth. So, um, you'll see that I just, I always find it curious to see which guys are really there to win. And usually it's by, you know, they played themselves into shape because they needed to, or they're just got themselves extremely fresh for the Thursday round. And Dan, speaking of nerves, when you're on the bag for somebody, you know, and it, whether it's, you know, a first opportunity to play in a major tournament or, you know, just, you know, rookies coming out on tour, that sort of thing. How do you keep your guys nerves? you know, in line and, you know, if, if things start to, you know, go off the rails a little bit, a couple of movies, a couple of bad shots, how do you get them to refocus and you know, kind of put the bad hole behind them or the bad swing behind them and move forward? Yeah, it's, it's hard because I know as a player you want to kind of moan about it and figure out why did you do that and you try to want to, you know, maybe you want to kick yourself in the butt or you want to uh, maybe feel sorry for yourself because you didn't, you know, you think you got a bad break. You know, golf is so funny about that. But that's where sort of the hockey comes into me. You know, you got no time to look backwards in a hockey game. You know, you got to go forward or you're going to be down 3 nothing after you're down one nothing. So uh, when you make a mistake, uh, one thing I guess successful I've had, sometimes to the annoyance of the players, I just don't want to talk about it. You know, all right, that was bad. Yeah, we didn't hit a good shot. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, hold their hand. I'm going to say, yeah, you, you, you just sort of move forward. Let's go. we got to make – let's just hit this next fairway and we'll get it right back or something to that effect. But if you belabor it and let the player hang on it, sometimes it can linger for two or three holes, especially in a major, as you, to your point, in the U.S. Open. You know, you got to go forward. you got to take your mistakes. you got to chip out every now and then. you got to do stuff. And, you know, sometimes a, go, a bogey's a good, not a bad score in a U.S. Open. So there's, there's a lot of ways to turn it around for a player in his mind. And uh, it's, uh, that's the beauty of golf. And to, you know, you know, as we talk about U.S. Opens, right? I mean, the U.S. Open typically is, is you know, one of the hardest, you know, tournaments to, to compete in because, you know, it, it's, it is, it does become a mental grind, right? I mean, if you're not hitting the ball out there where you need to hit it, right? If you get off, you know, into the rough and that sort of thing, sometimes you got to take your medicine and move forward. But to your point, sometimes you know, a bogey's okay. Let's get, you know, let's move on. You know, how do you keep the guys? Cause it is such a mental grind, particularly over four rounds. How do you keep them? Okay. It's all right. Let's move forward. How do you do that? How do you keep them from, you know, really, you know, getting so, so tied up in their heads, right. That, you know, they start to start to lose their focus. Yeah. I mean, I could give you a couple examples and not to toot my own horn with, uh, you know, with Ernie, uh, this is the best. I'll give you two stories. The one in 2013 on Sunday, Ernie hit this ball way right, almost on purpose on the on the 15th hole there because they put the tee up at Marion. And if you're familiar with the hole, and, and there was no rough on the left, and there was OB. So if you hit it straight or even down left center with a driver, you had a good chance you're going to hit it straight into a road. I think Sergio actually did hit it in the road. So Ernie just blew away right right of these bunkers into this rough. So now I'm looking at a line, you know, sort of the middle of the green because he only had, you know, it was a, he killed it. So he only had a 120 or 130. And he just opened up his pitching wedge and hit it right at the hole. And I just uh, so you got to be careful. You don't tell them they can't hit a shot that you know, maybe not most mortals can hit. But last year, uh, you know, from a, the Cameron Smith story, we were on the 11th hole and 
on Saturday and I, he hit it to like 210 and he would have carried a bunch of bunkers. And I said, listen, dude, I don't think you can get on the green. And if you, even if you come off with this, we don't want a 30 or 40 yard bunker shot. You know, if you don't come off, why don't we wedge it out? And, uh, you know, you're such a great wedge player. And he hit it out, hit it to six feet and made it. And, you know, he just says, you know, he was appreciative of the comment, but you know, you gotta, you gotta just sort of have an, a feel for the lie and, and who the player you are is what you're catting for, where the pin is to, to really help them. And I mean, the mistakes are so uh, by the USGA so there to be identified uh, and punished that you really just got to try to make the fewest you can. And if you make two or three in a row, you get a chance of playing yourself right out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm talking with Dan Quinn here on next on the tee and Dan, just a couple of more before we let you go. First, you mentioned Mr. Nicholas a moment ago, the guys are playing the Memorial this week up at Jack's place in Ohio. Have you uh, had a chance to uh, talk with Mr. Nicholas over the course of your journeys? I have. I've met him. I live down, you know, a couple miles from his house and where he's been since 1967 in, in North Palm Beach. And I've called that basically home for 20 years. So we've ran into each other. And, uh, you know, it's always he was I grew up, you know, that was my era. You know, the 86 Masters when I was 20 years old. And, and I can remember I can remember in his 1980 re- resurrection when they read him, wrote him off. He won at Baltusrol, I believe. He won. Right. He won two majors that summer. And uh, right. again, I was 15. And 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 I always say when people ask, you know, the most the most influential thing ever happened to me in golf as a 12 year old was watching Turnberry with him and uh, Tom Watson. And you know, not just knowing Jack Nicklaus was great, but you know, it was taped delayed, and I lost a $10 bet to a guy at the golf course. I didn't realize it was taped delayed when we watched it, but that <laughs> golf was so spectacular. And it really was. Uh, you know, the summer of '77, I was just turned 12, and when I really became, you know, hooked on golf. So. It's um, always a treat to meet and see Mr. Nicholas, and he's still uh, he's always ingratiated. We run around the same circles. All his kids and grandkids are running around, go to the same schools. And in fact, the Palm Beach uh, Revolution lacrosse team that I'm in, uh, my son's in, is his sons, his uh, grandsons have all played in it, and one of them's going to Ohio State and full on a scholarship and so on and so forth. So yeah, I'm down there entrenched in that that era, and uh, you know, so obviously Mr. Nicholas and Mrs. Nicholas have done so much charitable work and whatnot. They're legends. Uh, continuing i've got uh, my next guest jeremiah bohannon hanging on the line i'm going to get to jeremiah in just a moment but dan I, before i let you go you know i got to get your thoughts on the penguins and their run to the stanley cup how do you feel about what you're seeing from them so far well as you mentioned in my bio i did play for a few teams <laughs> but uh <laughs> i think they're playing great you know the, i actually uh I think that their uh, mid-season adjustments from the coach to uh, call-ups to minutes that are being chewed up by some players that they didn't have at the start of the year is the reason they're playing well. And obviously uh, debatable, but I don't even think it's for debate. Sidney Crosby was the best player in the league the second half of the year. And uh, maybe statistically, they're not him and Malkin are dominating, but they're doing a lot of the little stuff well, and, and they're fresh because they haven't played over a barren amount of, amount of minutes. In my, from my perspective, watching on TV, when I always – cautious people it's different to watch it on tv than it is to be there live but that's what i see uh i think they're in for a tough game tonight i look forward to watching it but san jose's got some great players as well and that's one of the toughest buildings to play in they got, it's got great acoustics and a great fan base so should be exciting but um you know i'm hoping uh the penguins pull it off i'm really rooting for them yeah so am i Dan, uh, remind our listeners how they can follow both you online and over social media and the stuff that you're doing for uh, Jones Global Sports and Sun Ice, Sun Ice Golf. Well, at Bobby Jones Golf is the Twitter handle. And as you know, I don't even know what mine is. I just did it with some email. I think it's DQ Home Quinn or something like that. That's is what mine it is. on Twitter. And, yeah. So 
whatever. That's what it is. I'm, I'm just new to it, but it's uh, always great to be on your show, and I follow it and follow your stuff on Twitter as well. I appreciate it, Dan. Thanks, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck uh, down there at the uh, at the lacrosse tournament. I look forward to hopefully uh, getting to spend some time with you again before too long. It's always a great time when uh, we get to have some time with you on the show. Anytime, and thanks again for all you're doing for the men and women of the armed forces. Thanks, Dan. Take care. All the best to you and your family. Look forward to catching up with you again real soon, my friend. You know what? On that note, before I go, by the way, Bobby Jones and Sun Ice actually do a pro-am, or an event, I should say, at the Pinehurst in October that is to benefit Wounded Warriors. So, I think nice. there's a link on their Twitter account if you want to check it out and then yeah, absolutely. send it out. Thanks, so. for, thanks for throwing that in there. That's great stuff. I'll absolutely check that out. All right. All right. Take buddy. care, Dan. Thanks. Catch up soon, my friend. That is uh, former NHL All-Star and uh, PGA Tour caddy Dan Quinn here on Next on the Tee. Look forward to catching up with Dan. So great stuff. And uh, check it out. Bob, the Bobby Jones Company and, and uh, Jones Global Sports and Sun Ice Golf doing some great things there. Hopefully uh, we'll hear some updates on that. Sounds like fantastic stuff. All right, before we get to my next guest, Jeremiah Bohannon, I want to give out a, uh, a shout-out to our friends over at the World Golf Village, located in historic St. Augustine, Florida, just south of Jacksonville. World Golf Village is the ultimate golf vacation destination and a true paradise for fans of the game. The Village, as it's often referred to uh, by the locals, is the home of the World Golf Hall of Fame, where the greatest players, obviously, and contributors uh, are honored. It has 70,000 square feet of displays, trophies, and personal memorabilia. The World Golf Village boasts two championship golf courses, including the King and the Bear, co-designed by Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus, and the Slammer and the Squire, uh, designed by Sam Snead and Gene Sarazen. It's it's really a fantastic place, folks. Golfers looking to tune up their game, you have an opportunity to book a lesson at their golf school at the PGA Tour Golf Academy, featuring a lot of the latest learning technologies and a world-class group of instructors. Luxurious, uh, you know, a luxurious hotel is there. The Renaissance is uh, absolutely fantastic. If you haven't been to the Renaissance Resort there at the World Golf Village, you are missing out on something. It is a great place to stay and play. They offer an array of amenities as well, dining options, premier services, spa, w- wonderful setting uh, is, is down there at the World Golf Village. No matter the time of year or the length of your visit, the World Golf Village is sure to deliver an unmatched experience with family and friends, and you're going to make memories that are going to last you a lifetime. For more information, go to worldgolfvillage.com or give them a call, 1-800-948-4653. All right, now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Jeremiah Bohannon. Jeremiah is the uh, founder and CEO of Frogger Golf, and they have a, uh, an array of really innovative products that are out there on the market from their functional golf bags to game changers like their catch latch technology that allows you to easily carry things like your brush pro club cleaner or their amphibian golf towel around with you, whether it's on your golf bag or on your belt, check them out online. Froggergolf.com. Such great products. You're really going to be turned, uh, you know, you're going to really be turned on by what they have to offer. And uh, I'm excited this morning to have Jeremiah as part of the show. Jeremiah, good morning. Chris Mascara here. Thanks for taking time to be a part of the show. Hey, you bet, Chris. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity. So, Jeremiah, let's go back to the beginning. As I was sort of reading over your bio, you sort of developed a love for the game of golf at the age of 10. Curious, what sparked that love for you? I'm probably no different than um, 90% of us out there, and that's it's just that, that contact you have uh, with a pure ball strike, and, and you just hit a really strong shot. 
um, you know, once you start honing in and hitting some great drives, I mean, it's uh, it's an easy way to get hooked on the game. And and your bio again, it's on FroggerGolf.com. Says you were sort of in a, an unfulfilling career at the time in commercial real estate, and you were kind of looking to do something bigger. When, when did it hit you that you know what? I got to get out of real estate and do something I have, I have more passion about. I had a good friend. Um, he's actually uh, a Navy SEAL. Uh, he was the best man in my wedding, and he uh, had come up with the perfect push-up. And um, that product, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he sold a lot of those, uh, Alden Mills. And uh, you know, uh, over over the time uh, he was doing that, I I was yeah looking to do something different, and I sort of identified an opportunity I saw in the market um, in the golf brush category, just because, you know, from the age of 10 and going through my life, um, I was just tired of using the $6 golf brush, um, snagging on my towels, poking me in the finger, hard to kind of bend down at six foot six is my stature. Um, and, and clean my club with this, uh, this, uh, this uh, funky brush. So um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how Frogger came, came to be. And speaking of your, your Brush Pro product, as I was doing the research, I see, you know, one best new product at the 2008 PGA Merchandise Show. Talk about what that was like when they, when they come to you with the news, like, you know, hey, you know, this, this, uh, this is great and it's, uh, it's going to be uh, best new product this year. Yeah, you know, um, it, was, it was really uh, nice to get that acknowledgement. Um, it was a nice feather in the cap. Um, and I, I guess it, it was kind of vindication that I was on the right track in uh, what I was doing um, and kind of zigging, zag, zigging when everybody else is zagging. A lot of people aren't really paying attention to golf accessories um, in the market. But uh, at the end of the day, it's more than just the club and the ball. You know, there's a lot more to the enjoyment of the game, having fun out there. And, you know, that's really the things that I try to focus on is, you know, really what are we, what are we putting in our hands? Um, what, how are we having to – walk around the golf course or use a golf cart and um, just really trying to, you know, build tools like the brush pro um, that allow us to, you know, just have a better time on the game. And Hey, if it shaves off a few seconds on the, on the each shot and uh, you're not frustrated by the things that you're having to use, um, we feel like we're doing a pretty good job of increasing the confidence and reducing the frustration uh, that sometimes hits us all when we hit something that we didn't want to hit and go somewhere we didn't want to go. And last thing you need is, you know, equipment that's kind of um, not really, you know, helping you um, get back on track or, you know, keep your game going well. So, you know, we, you know, beyond the enjoyment, we also, try to focus a lot on, you know, um, performance as well, but performance is, is not just, you know, hitting the ball. It's, it's a mental game. Um, but it's also in the grooves of your clubs. And, and that's where we started off with, with the brush pro and, you know, following it up with the best new product and the amphibian towel. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're, 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 we're focused on, you know, getting your wedge game and, and, and having you hit hitting stronger shots. Um, you know, so that's really kind of the core of where we've been, but, um, we're kind of taking it another step further, as you had mentioned, kind of with the catch lap system. Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what, what these things are made up of, because to your point, one of, one of the things that I've been frustrated for years about with, you know, with the, you know, the wire brush that you, you have to clean out the, clean out your irons and that sort of thing is the fact that, you know, you reach down there and the next thing you know, you've poked a hole in your finger or, you know, you're trying to get to it and it's, and it's, you know, all tangled up in your golf, you know, in your golf towel there. And now you've got, you know, you're ruining your golf towel because you're, you're pulling that thing apart and all that sort of thing. Talk about, you know, 
your product that, you know, the brush pro got a 98% approval rating at the time from uh, the PGA tour partners club back in, you know, back in 08. And it was, was the second highest rated approval, you know, golf accessories in the program's history, but talk about what, what makes the brush pro and then the amphibian towel both so unique and so much better than what we're all used to. Sure. Uh, you know, the, the brush pro has an ergonomic handle. That's nice. Um, and uh, looks nice on the bag, but the the real true benefits are you know where we start with the um, uh, combo bristles. Uh, we have interior uh, advanced phosphorus bronze bristles uh, surrounded by you know a very uh, thin nylon bristle um, you know with a plurality of them uh, which surround them. So as you you know continue to clean your club. Uh, the the wire bristles tend to typically fray out. The nylon around that keeps them from, you know, as a buffer zone from, uh, you know, getting uh, caught on one of your golf towel, for instance. Um, Most people find our brush um, with just kind of a wider mount, um, a more effective um, brush to clean with as well than than kind of like the $6 one that you typically find. Um, And then we offer what is kind of like a switchblade um, or flip out knife, um, Swiss Army knife feature uh, for a groove cleaner. So it flips out um, and it's also made out of advanced phosphorus bronze. The uh, advanced phosphorus bronze is a softer metal than steel, so you're able to use it with confidence um, to really kind of get inside the grooves and uh, make sure that you're you know, getting the right kind of spin on your ball, not only for uh, distance, because that's what really makes the difference on you know, getting those dimples to do their job and, and have good trajectory and shape on shots, but also the spin factor you know, when you're trying to hit something and have stopping power on the greens. And that's, that's all in your grooves, and that's what the brush is meant to do. Um, we also allow, because it is a more premium golf brush, uh, we have interchangeable and replaceable components. We have a two-in-one shoe cleaner that you can throw into it, and, um, which is a nice thing. And then if you have forged clubs and you just don't, don't want to have to um, use the wire bristle at all, um, we offer a 100% nylon bristle, and that comes in with the Brush Pro um, and every Brush Pro package. So you get both brush, brush heads and the uh, phosphorus groove cleaner. And talk a little bit about the amphibian towel. I read, you know, it's got a, it's got bamboo cloth on the interior of the towel. Talk about bamboo cloth and what makes the amphibian golf towel better than just the normal one we have hanging on our bags today. Yeah. So the, um, so once I had started coming up with a brush, I realized that maybe only one or two in five golfers actually carry a golf brush on the course. And I realized that, you know, why is this towel not doing a good enough job for me? Um, and what are the tour players doing? And uh, the tour players are dipping a towel in water and they carry it around with them. It's, it's their badge of honor. Um, but the players don't have to play, you know, mess with, you know, kind of carrying around this, you know, wet towel. And, you know, when we do it, it's, it's slapping up against our leg and stuff. So my, my thought was, well, why can't we do the same thing, but make it in a way that is more effective and, and easier for all of us who don't have a caddy on our back. So uh, the, the amphibian towel is uh, two towels in one. They're two 28 by 14 towels that are folded in half um, with a waterproof barrier um, in between the two towels. And then what we do is we have a, a unique uh, fold and sew design uh, so that when you have it, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it looks like the shape of a baseball diamond. And um, basically from first to second base and second base to third base is uh, kind of closed up like a, a rooftop and it keeps all... Um, you know, if it was raining out, you can keep the inside dry for your hands and grips. Um, but uh, the traditional thing is it's sunny out, so you wet the inside, 
and uh, you're able to clean your clubs on the inside and uh, dry your hands on the outside, basically clean your clubs like a caddy, but without all the mess. There you go. And, yeah. and Jeremiah, your uh, bio also states that, you know, some of the new product ideas have come from people that just, you know, I guess coming to you, the people that didn't want to start and run a company. So talk about getting ideas from, from other folks and being able to kind of pull those together and run with it. Yeah, you know, um, we all have to start somewhere is what I like to say. I mean, I I come from humble beginnings, and I owe a lot to, you know, a Navy SEAL to, you know, be helping me out and um, kind of paving the way and showing me a few people to uh, talk to. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I just I, I think that um, I want to give back uh, to the golf community um, and also to entrepreneurs. So, you know, I I'd probably speak to one um, entrepreneur a week on average. Sometimes it's two, um, sometimes it's zero, but, um, you know, it's really great. So, you know, um, sometimes it's a, it's a fit. It, it's actually rare. Um, but we have taken on a couple of, uh, great training aids. Um, the swing here on the Archangel, one for putting and one for, you know, um, um, grip pressure. Um, we just felt like those were things that needed to be on the market because they're, they're good products that can help, you know, um, us get to a better level in our games. And you mentioned a moment ago the catch latch concept, and it's, it really is fantastic for, you know, for holding the Brush Pro and golf towels and other accessories. Talk about what it is and all the possibilities that it holds for keeping things attached to our, whether it's our golf bags or to our belts. Yeah, we're, I'm really excited about this one. Um, I, I, I kind of hit a, a, a patch where um, I wasn't sure exactly where I was going to be taking the company, uh, but there was this badger retractor and, you know, they're great, uh, but every once in a while they fail, and it's frustrating if you're out on the golf course and, and, and this retractor on your brush that's, you know, a premium product fails. And I, I came back to focus on it and decided to come up, because there just wasn't something that existed on the market, um, to uh, basically have an untethered version of our badger retractor. So what you have is um, a little tiny magnetic dongle um, and, a, and a, a receiver. Um, once you get it close, the, the two magnets kind of self-align with one another and the receiver just kind of sucks in the, the dongle and um, you can put anything practically on it um, from your golf brushes, towels. Um, we sell it separately. So if you're not into, you know, what we, we sell, um, you can buy catch latch separately um, as a bag and belt version uh, on Frogger Golf, and we're, we're getting really great reception in retail stores across the United States, um, such as like Dick's Sporting Goods and Golf Smith, et cetera. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, the, the potential for that product, uh, we've set it up as a totally separate company at catchlatch.com. Um, it's, it's what we would call uh, an ingredient brand similar to Intel or Bluetooth. It's, it's, it's things that we, that it's like a company or a brand that lives with inside other brands. So we're trying to get this to where the, all of the other golf bag manufacturers, not only Frogger um, are taking on catch latch and it becomes the Bluetooth technology uh, for all of our hard goods within golf. And uh, we want to take it well beyond there. We have a lot of interest from a lot of different industries, um, such as the boating industry. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really kind of an exciting time for me. Yeah, no, that, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's, uh, it's, it's a great idea. So kudos to you guys for, uh, for all you're doing with that. And, and Jeremiah, you, you mentioned, you know, briefly the, the swing hero. And that's, that's something that's very intriguing to me. Talk about what it is and what it's designed to do. Yeah, well, as I said, I'm I'm six foot six and you know weigh about 250 pounds. 
the most common thing um, in golf is most of us grip the club too tight. Um, it's just a natural tendency, especially when we're, we're beginning golfing. But, you know, hey, I've been playing for, you know, by the time that product came around, uh, maybe almost 20 years. And um, I was, no one had ever talked to me about grip pressure. Um, and, you know, when you listen to someone like Sam Sneed, you know, it's like, well, gee, everybody knows that you don't grip the club that, that tight. And he says, you know, grip the club like uh, you're holding a baby bird. And um, a gentleman had come to me with this idea. And um, it was pretty simple. It, you know, the swing hero um, kind of acts like the nub on the end of a baseball bat. Um, and the nub of that bat, that on the end of the bat, um, for all intents and purposes, is going to keep the club, the, that bat from sliding out out of your hands. So uh, usually, most of us think that the club's going to go flying out of your hands. The grip itself is actually conical shaped, so it, sh it technically should not come out of your hands. But it's really tough to trust that. Um, the swing hero allows you to really kind of reduce your grip pressure down to about zero. Um, you can just kind of like just hold it. Um, very gently in your hands, the the uh, the um, baseball bat type of uh, nub um, really just is like the swing hero slips on, and and that's what it does. It's uh, at a, a proper angle for uh, where you want to be on an address, and uh, lets you just kind of um, focus on body rotation, um, keeping your upper body um, more more uh, loose. I would say, um, which, you know, you don't want your muscles fighting yourself when you're coming into release on the club. And um, it allows you to just really kind of have that proper and faster release when you're coming in at an impact. So, you know, I've seen a lot of guys, you know, just be really thrilled with what's going on once they get this because um, it gives you a little bit more of a tetherball type of feel um, as far as when you're kind of rotating your body, getting your arms up, and then, you know, using and focusing on your body to come back through the, the ball keeping that, you know, wrist cocked and then, you know, you're now you don't have your forearms fighting you as you're coming in, you're able to have a nice proper fast release. And Jeremiah, you guys have, uh, you know, an assortment of other accessories and training aids available on froggergolf.com. Talk about some of the other things you guys have available. Oh, let's see. Um, you know, uh, an underrated product, a couple of them um, that I just absolutely love. Uh, we have the hop green repair tool. Um, I basically built that. Um, that was our third product um, because if you're going to have a premium green repair tool, most of them have a little recessed magnet in it for the ball marker. And, you know, once you kind of start playing around, um, you, you're, you're putting down your ball marker on the green and you might repair, uh, you know, a ball mark if you're so lucky to have hit the green. And uh, you put the repair tool back in your pocket. You're waiting for other people to play. Next thing you know, you, you basically pick up that, that uh, ball marker. You drop it in your pocket. Very rarely have I ever seen any pull, pull the green repair tool out of their pocket and fix the ball marker. So what we've done is basically um, put a whole bunch of magnets throughout the green repair tool. So when you drop that ball marker into your pocket, it's going to uh, naturally attach onto anywhere uh, on the exterior of the green repair tool. Um, and then it's got a nice pocket to put the ball marker back in at the end of the round. And then it's got a, a U-shaped groove, which is really nice where, you know, if you have some uh, uh, wet grass that you're dealing with, you, it works as a great uh, secure club prop um, for a wedge or your putter, um, depending on where you are and on the course. Um, so that's, that's kind of a cool product that uh, 
that I uh, appreciate and use, uh, of course, uh, every round. And then the, um, probably my favorite uh, product is uh, the ball towel. Um, it's just a smaller version of the amphibian towel. Um, uh, pretty inexpensive product at $11.99. Um, it's got all the same features as the uh, original amphibian towel, uh, where you can wet the inside pocket, but the outside stays dry. So it's just kind of a versatile thing to have on you where, you know, if you're not um, accustomed to kind of grabbing a, a big towel and taking it to the green, it's just something nice that's easy uh, so you're not having to worry about cleaning the ball in your pocket or some other embarrassing way of uh, how you're going to get the dirt <laughs> and stuff off. <laughs> so, Jeremiah, what's we, next? I know you guys are extremely busy at Frogger Golf. Is there a, is there a tease you can give us about uh, what might be coming next from you guys? Yeah, um, we, we have a lot of really cool stuff uh, happening. Um, a lot of uh, shakeup in the golf industry has put um, some really intelligent guys um, at, at the service of Frogger that I really can't talk about at this point. But uh, we're working really hard at coming out with a universal cell phone holder with the cash lap system um, and then also a universal range finder system. Um, basically, it's just adding... Velcro straps um, that actually will secure around any rangefinder, which is great. I mean, it's just one of those things. If you're a walker on the course, um, or even in a golf cart, having to go down into that uh, dashboard area to try to grab or find where your rangefinder is, um, we want to make that product. It's something we use um, so often, um, and it's just it's just the best way um, as far as trying to make sure you got the right yardage. Um, that you just want to have that really easily accessible. And uh, in the market right now, um, it's, it's something that's underserved, and I think Cash Lodge is going to be the right product for it. That's fantastic stuff. Jeremiah, how can our listeners check out you know, all of your great products, plus follow you and stay up to date with uh, all the things you guys have going on there at Frogger Golf? Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, just go to froggergolf.com, F-R-O-G-G-E-R-G-O-L-F.com. Uh, we're about a week or two away from having a brand new website come up and uh, we're going to get a lot better at uh, making uh, what we're doing a little bit easier to follow and track. Um, we'll be back at it with our blog uh, pretty soon. Um, we've had a little bit of disruption there, but um, um, yeah, uh, better things to come and uh, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, you know, doing better things for all the golfers out there. And, you know, we're really thankful for, all of the uh, men in service and uh, protecting our country. And I'm, I'm one heck of a thankful guy for all of the guys that are out there listening. Uh, we appreciate you saying that. Jeremiah, thank you for, uh, for getting up early on a Saturday morning and, and, and joining me on the show. We've become big fans of Frogger Golf and looking forward to uh, tracking the great things that, uh, that you guys are doing. I hope you'll come back and keep us updated and let us know how things are going uh, in between now and then, my friend. Uh, all the best to you and everyone at Frogger Golf. It's uh, been great having you as part of the show today. Hey, thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the opportunity, and I'll look forward to supporting you and the rest of uh, your listeners in the very near future as we discussed, and uh, thanks again. All right. Take care, Jeremiah. All the best to you and everyone okay. there. Take care. Thank you. That is Jeremiah Bohannon. He is the founder and CEO of Frogger Golf. And, folks, I promise you, you, you need to go out to froggergolf.com and, and take a look at all their great products. they got a great golf bag as well with some innovative designs on it. And that catch latch technology is, is a really great idea. You, you know, it's always sort of a pain in the neck, uh, you know, trying to, you know, keep everything attached to your golf bag and, you know, find a place and a loop to put something on. And the catch latch is, is really good stuff. And, and the Brush Pro to, uh, to Jeremiah's point, I, you know, and, and I mean this sincerely, I mean, I'm sure you guys all feel the same way as well. 
when you're going to get your, you know, your, your cleaning tool and, and you know, the, the wire brush bristles are all bent up and it's, it's catching on your, on your golf you know, towel and it's fraying that thing. And you, you stick your hand down there and you, you get the little poke in the finger and it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it, their golf, you know, their brush pro is a fantastic item. So go check it out again. It's froggergolf.com. All right, folks, it is about time for me to put a bow on this episode. But, you know, before we close up shop, I want to continue to remind you about our friends and our partners over at uh, at the Salute Military Golf Association, PGA Tour Pro Jim Estes and the great folks over there are really doing some fantastic things. Let's uh, let's hear again uh, from Jim and uh, and everyone over at the SMGA. The Salute Military Golf Association was created to provide rehabilitative golf experiences to the brave men and women who have been wounded while serving our country. Hi, I'm Jim Estes, PGA Golf Pro and co-founder of the Salute Military Golf Association. With my adaptive golf program, we've successfully helped thousands of soldiers in their recovery, both mentally and physically. The SMGA has been providing family-inclusive golf experiences across the country since 2007. To date, the SMGA has equipped more than 1,000 warriors with properly fitted golf clubs and has extended its clinic series to more than eight chapter and affiliate locations across the U.S. If you are a wounded veteran interested in participating or if you'd like to learn more about the Salute Military Golf Association and find a chapter closest to you, visit our website at smga.org. We've seen firsthand how impactful golf can be in aiding one's recovery. The Salute Military Golf Association, empowering wounded veterans one fairway at a time. Visit smga.org. That's smga.org. Yeah, they're doing some amazing things at the Salute Military Golf Association, folks. Please, to find out more information, go to smga.org to see how you can get involved. All right, everybody, my sincere thanks again to Dan Quinn and Jeremiah Bohannon for uh, making today's show so much fun and informative for me to be a part of. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Please check out our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host Bob Lazari and our announcer Joe LaGenusha. That show airs live every Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. You can catch it on Blog Talk Radio as well as uh, Armed Forces Radio. You can also find us on places like iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn, Stitcher, Player.fm, and SoundCloud as well. On Thursday Night Tailgate, we're joined every week by legends and stars from around the NFL and the CFL as well. Please check out both shows on Facebook. Give us a like. That's important to us as well. Next on the tee with Chris Mascaro, Thursday night tailgate. And uh, you can check us out online as well uh, on nextonthetee.net for this show, thursdaynighttailgate.com. And you can stream or download any of our archive episodes for free, folks. Plus, you can keep up to date with who some of our future guests are going to be on both shows. Thank you again for choosing to listen to this show today. We know you have thousands of choices for radio shows and podcasts to to tune into. We really appreciate that you have made Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends. You've been listening to Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro. Where PGA and LPGA legends, pros and top instructors... And media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Saturday to hear more stories about the game we love. From the people who love sharing those stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about the great game of golf.
Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep it crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. 